Hello and happy Friday. Today is Good Friday. It's a special day where we truly remember the death of Jesus and what our perfect Savior went through. We've been reading this week um, John chapter 11 through 21. Today's reading is John chapter 21, which is the final book of John the final chapter of John. And then tomorrow, we're going to actually jump into 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which is all about the importance of the resurrection. And it's Paul teaching us about why the resurrection matters so much, because truly without it, our religion means nothing. Like Christianity is not Christianity without this key point of Jesus being buried and then rising again. Through this, he conquers death. Through this, he truly releases the power of mercy and grace on us and gives us the Holy Spirit. So it's a very special time. I hope that you take some time today. Even if you're not doing our Lent Bible study challenge, maybe you jumped into this podcast episode. I want to encourage you to jump into John, um, read the story. You can start in John chapter 17 even because Jesus there, he prays for us before he goes through this journey of um, going into the Garden of Gethsemane, being betrayed, being beaten, being brought before all these leaders, and then finally crucified and died. So I would I would highly suggest to start John chapter 17. I think it's so cool because in John chapter 17, he prays for his disciples, he prays for everybody, and then he even prays for us. He prays for the future believers. It says in verse um, 17, verse 20, it says, I not only ask for these disciples, but I also, for those who one day will believe me through their message, I pray for them to all be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined as one. He's He had us in his mind before that cross. He saw you today, even before, you know, you were born. And so that's just a really cool thing to remember and to be reminded of. So in today's episode, I just want to jump through John chapter 11 through 21. And I'm going to just touch on some key things that really stood out to me. There is so much here that I cannot cover. Um, because the book of John is just so, so rich. But we're going to dive through a couple things that are, um, I think, really beautiful and special that teach us about the character of Jesus and also that teach us about our calling, our calling as Christians. So we're going to talk about that today. And I'll end today's episode with a little scripture meditation. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God, and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment, and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, so let's go ahead and start back in John chapter 11. That's where we began 
this week on Saturday. And that starts with the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead. And as you probably know, Jesus took a while to get to Lazarus. And I honestly remember reading this and being like, you know what, if I'm honest with myself, if I was there, if I was truly there, because I know sometimes we can, you know, judge these Bible characters for what they did or what they didn't do. But honestly, if I was there, I probably would have been annoyed at Jesus for being so slow, because he's so on time. So that for me, that was just kind of convicting in the sense of like, Jesus is on time for me. And it was just a reminder that I need to have patience. I need to have patience in his will, in his perfect timing, um, in the way that he is changing me, transforming me for what is to come. So that was just kind of my first word that I caught from this story is to really be more accepting on the timing of God and stop trying to make everything happen on my timeline because the way God works does not make sense to my brain. The way he brings about blessings and the way he even produces fruit, uh, it's not the way I plan it. And I'm a planner, aka control freak. And so there's just this beautiful act of peace and surrender, peace in surrender. Um, So maybe that's something that you need to hear today, that um, maybe something on your timeline isn't happening the way that you prayed for it, the way you um, requested God to deliver it. And so I just want to encourage you to have a posture of surrender in your heart over your dreams, over your plans, over your prayers, so that you can truly accept the peace of Christ because that's what he came to provide. So let's move on to John chapter 12. This is Palm Sunday and we just had Palm Sunday last Sunday. Um, And the, the representation of the palm branch is a representation of victory, of overcoming. And I actually saw in my footnotes um, a link to Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. And if you jump to the book of Revelation, it actually has this little section talking about all of the, um, you know, believers there in heaven praising. And we're all holding palm branches. Isn't that crazy? The foreshadowing that happened there um, to a time that hasn't even happened yet. So that was just really kind of a neat thing that I'd never put together before. It says, you know, John chapter 12, verse 13. So they took palm branches and went out to meet him. Everyone was shouting, Lord, be our savior. Blessed is the one who comes to us sent from Jehovah God, the King of Israel. And while we're here, I'll go ahead and just read to you from um, Revelation chapter 7, because I think it's so neat. It says, They were all glistening in glistening white robes, standing before the throne and before the Lamb with palm branches in their hand. They shouted out with a passionate voice, Salvation belongs to our God, seated on the throne and to the Lamb. Isn't that amazing? That is so cool. I'd never really caught that together and um, put it together. So, Palm branches have such an incredible meaning as a symbol of triumph, victory over death. You know, palm branches grow in the desert, so they they overcome so much just because of the climate that they have to handle. You know, if you think of palm branches in Miami in a tropical place where hurricanes come, they are strong. They are prepared to handle storms, and so palm branches have such a beautiful uh, meaning. So let's move now to uh, a little bit further into John chapter 13. This is really where I started to see more truth behind our calling. This in John chapter 13 is where Jesus washes the feet of his disciples. And they're very um, hesitant to let him do that because they're like, you can't do that. 
you know, I can't handle you, my Savior, my Lord, washing my feet. Like, I should be washing your feet. But Jesus said, no, no, I have to do this. This is critical. He's setting an example for us to practice. In verse 17, it says, So now put into practice what I have done for you, and you will experience a life of happiness enriched with untold blessings. He wants us to follow in the example of being a servant, of humbling ourselves. And he takes the physical posture to show them this. The book of John has so many good, incredible parts. Like I really just want to read the whole thing to you. It's so good. But I'm going to skip forward to John chapter 14. I just love the way that Jesus comforts his disciples. Verse 14, um, chapter 14, verse one, it says, don't worry or surrender to your fear. Isn't that a word for today? We're supposed to surrender to God, but so often we surrender to our fear it paralyzes us. Fear of unknown, fear of judgment, fear of failure. What fear are you carrying today? What fear do you need to let go of? That was an activity we just did inside of the seasonal refresh, which was, um, I guess that's three episodes previous. I did a spring seasonal refresh goal setting episode. If you want to go back and listen to that, you absolutely should. But it asks you the question, what fear is holding me back? Because we, we tend to surrender to our fears out of habit, you know, and the world's full of fear. We're, we're spoon fed fear every day. And Jesus says, don't worry or surrender to fear for you believed in God. Now trust and believe in me also. My father's house has many dwelling places. If it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly because I go to prepare a place for you to rest. And when everything is ready, I will come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am. Isn't that amazing? Jesus goes on in verse six, says Jesus explained, I am the way I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes next to the Father except through union with me. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. We don't have to surrender to our fear because of this revelation, because of this truth, of who Jesus is. He knows exactly what you're going through right now he looks at you with love and says I know what you're going through and he went through all of it as we continue to read in John he went through betrayal and pain and suffering and you know all of it temptation he had all of that stuff and he embodied humility and servanthood one of my favorite books of the Bible is obviously John, but one of my favorite chapters in John is John chapter 15. And if you were at our um, Dreamer Summit this past year, I taught on this for two nights, um, the chapter 15 of I am the true living vine. It says, I am the sprouting vine. You are my branches. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you are separated from me, you are powerless. John chapter 15 really speaks to our calling as a Christian. As a Christian, you are called to bear fruit. 
That is part of your calling. It is to bear fruit. And when we are connected to Jesus, we are connected to the life spring. We are connected to our creativity to create. And what do we create? We create fruit. When we are severed from Jesus, we are in isolation. There, there is powerlessness, nothingness, and ultimately there is destruction. In verse 8, it says, When your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature disciples who glorify my Father. And that's what I want for you listening. I want you to bear abundant fruit. And I'm sure you're saying, that that is what I want. And Jesus is very clear. Your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. Verse 10 says, if you keep my commands, you will live in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands, for I continually live nourished and empowered by his love. My purpose for telling you these things is so that the joy that I experience will fill your hearts with overflowing gladness. Verse 12, most important verse. So this is my command. Ready? Love each other deeply. As much as I have loved you, for the greatest love of all is the love that sacrifices all. And this greatest love is demonstrated when a friend, when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. Everything boils down to loving one another deeply. When we work from love, when we live in a space of love, when we rest in a space of love, when we cook for people in, out of a place of love, when we talk to people out of a place of love, when we teach out of a place of love, this is how we bear fruit. And also, this is how we make the right decisions. You know, we, we lean into love and through that, we are better leaders. We are better servants. We're better um, disciples and followers of Jesus, followers of his way. Love is like the, the core thing because it permeates our heart. And our heart is the wellspring of life. Above all else, guard your heart. Everything you do flows from it. When we're not operating out of a place of love, that's when the powerlessness happens, the isolation, the um, destructive behaviors. That's where sin and darkness can creep into our heart. That's what's so important that we renew our heart through repentance, through um, reflection. We can't repent without reflection. Sitting down to say, what what in my heart needs to be removed? What do I need to seek forgiveness for? What am I harboring inside that I'm not acknowledging and I'm, I'm overlooking? Love is critical to our calling. It permeates the heart and defines our character. And your calling is propped up by your character. Often we think of calling as our career, but your calling is way more dependent on your character for you to live out your calling, if that makes sense. So John chapter 15 is just such a beautiful reflection of how we are called to live in life union with Jesus and abide in his love. We're going to move into a space of Lectio Divina now. I'm going to do a scripture meditation on this Good Friday. I'm going to be reading to you um, John chapter 16, the end of 16, verses 31 
through 33. Um, But I do encourage you to take some time today to sit and to read the Passion of the Christ. Um, Start in verse chapter 17 and read through chapter 20. This is truly um, the crucifixion and the importance of what we are remembering today. Okay, so as we move into this time of scripture meditation, I want you just to relax, close your eyes, and take a deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out. So I'm going to read John chapter 16. I'm actually going to read verse 33. I'm going to first read it out of the Passion Translation, then I'm going to read it out of the NIV, then I'm going to read it again out of the Passion. And I'm going to do an intentional pause between each reading to just sit in meditation um, with this scripture and just invite Holy Spirit to speak into our hearts um, and to just overwhelm us with His presence. So take another deep breath, relax, And everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And everything I taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this promise of your peace and of your rest. We rest today in your victory. You have overcome the world. Lord, today we're not going to surrender to our fear. 
We're going to surrender to you and to your truth and to your way and to your life. Lord, today on this day, we just, we are reminded of the pain and the suffering and the sorrow that you did. You took our place in that suffering, God. And we know that you could have called 10,000 angels and you could have completely um, removed yourself from that suffering, but you humbled yourself. You were an example of true love and true mercy, Lord. And we are, we're weak. We are fleshly. We make mistakes. We struggle to be selfless. Um, We repent of that, God. And we ask that you will illuminate the areas of our life that we need to repent and to change and to to transform. We invite you into that space, God. We invite you to, to sharpen us and to heal us and to transform us into your image. We are so thankful for you and thankful for your holy word. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope this time of meditation has blessed you. Again, I encourage you to read um, the rest of the book of John today. It is such a blessing. And obviously one of the best scriptures is in John chapter 21 where he um, resurrects. And one of my favorite scriptures of all time in the Bible is in found in John 21, which was our reading today. And it's where Jesus is talking to Peter. And he says in verse um, 15, Peter, do you love me? And he says, of course, you know, Jesus, I love you. And he's, and Jesus replies, then take care of my lambs. And the word lambs, you know, lambs are baby sheep. And later on, Jesus reminds Peter to take care of his sheep which are adults, but he also says, take care of my lambs. He says that first. And that has really just struck me. Um, I'm currently a mom with a, you know, little three and a half month old baby. And he is my little lamb, you know, and he cries like a little lamb. His little cry is so cute, um, except at three in the morning. And, you know, Jesus, he, he cares so much about the little ones. And so this has been just a really strong reminder to me that God cares for the little ones. He says, take care of my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my lambs. And that's another key critical point of our calling that Jesus reminds us of. We are called to bear fruit. We are called to be humble servants, right? To wash each other's feet. We are called to bear fruit, John 15. And we are called to um, take care of the babies and take care of the sheep and feed the lambs. So whatever that kind of speaks to you today, I want you to uh, maybe journal about it, think about it, pray on it. What does that mean to you? It is these times of reflection when we sit with the word, I think that we can really find our next step of what God is nudging us towards. So I hope this time has blessed you. It has been so fun to journey with you through Lent, through this Easter season reading the four gospels in 45 days and you know you don't have to stop here if you have been on this journey with me keep going my goal by the end of june is to work through the book of romans so now that you have this habit established um keep going read through keep going read through acts read through romans um just you know pick through a chapter or two a day and keep it going keep this beautiful habit going that's the whole point of it i hope you've 
um, you know, establish more of a thirst for God's word because it is such a refreshing meal. No other time spent will be as fruitful in your life as time spent in his word. So God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. You are so loved. Bye guys.